I'm praying for this church, that the Lord would just move in this church and just do what we used to do, Sister B. Sister Dose, hallelujah. We had a little church around the hill before they tore it down, 1400 dollars, and it rocked. It was a small, a small church, a whole about maybe 30. You know, hallelujah. But we, we, I'm telling you, we praise God and we saw God move and the God moved. And God is moving today. He wants to move. It's just something that God wants to do for us that we got to pay attention. Because he got, this is a new day. You can see all the stuff that's going on in the world now. He can't have complacent people now. It's got to be people who make their mind up the Lord, I'm going to do what you say do. Like the, was the Sunday school lesson was saying and what you was preaching, was ministering. We got to be what we say we're going to be. And, and these, you know, like fast and praying, it's great. But you got to, we got to do what's right. We got to get ourselves, we do. We got to, all these promises we done made to God and, you know, he's so good, you know what I'm saying. But we got to do what we say we're going to do. Amen. So I just really want to thank the Lord for you all and, uh, the, the, you know, you all, What's your last? How you pronounce your last name? Okay. Good. I remember that. Stole dry. It's like a fresher breath air. God has really, you know, just blew them in here, and and uh, they've been such a blessing. I just, I just love brother and sister. I love all of y'all. But I just see how God do things. How He do this, and He'll do something else, and do something else. Glad to see my. Let me see now. Is that my? Tony, what can is up to you? Huh? I'm just your grandson. I mean, you my grandson. Because I get, I got so many, honestly. Y'all got to write this stuff down. <laughs> because honestly, I got so many grandkids. <laughs> so many great grandkids. Until I just don't know who's who. That's right, you my grandson. Where you been, boy? You gonna be walking them with you. Hey, Tony, way up there. Good to see you, my son. Good to see you. I just love you. Praise the Lord. And so, uh, you know, I get my messages in my sleep. Now God talks to me in my sleep. I, I wake up and he'll put, like, one message I had was just a word. He just put it in my heart. And then he don't let me alone. So he put this in my heart. I said, I'll preach this once. So I said, Pastor, all the message you don't preach, you preach some of the message you preach. You know, praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord. But this is one he gave me, uh, I don't know how many years ago. I just, I preached it before, but it's good now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. And then I'm going to tell you the subject of it when I start. I want to talk. <laughs> Father, I just really want to thank Will you stand on your feet in honor to God? Let us pray. Father, I really want to thank you. You've just been so good. We, we testify of your goodness. Help us to realize, oh God, how really wonderful you are. You have kept us through many, many storms. Not only me, but many people could have to could write a book about the things they've come out of. And so I just want to thank you, Father, for who you are. What Just, just being who you are. I just appreciate it. We pray, Lord, that you would touch Dad at home and Whatever has to be, let it be. But let him be ready to meet you. And I ask it in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. I call him dad. I've been married 66 years. And I call my husband dad, honey, sweet, thousand names. 
I don't know, so you may be seated. You know, God has been good. Yeah, we've been married 66 years and 10 kids and 11. Yeah, missed a son. I think that was a son I lost. But I have a, I have a reason to want to see Jesus. First, I want to thank him for all he's done for me. And I want to see my son. So I had another, I just really believe the child I lost was a boy. And, uh, I do. And, uh, my son, I was praying one time when he was living on Evergreen. And I would tell Gwen, I said, now y'all keep the kids out the room while I, while I pray. You know, don't have the kids come and knocking on the mama nothing. Keep them, y'all do it. She been mama, so that's how come she's so bossy now. Oh yeah, she, she get it told there. <laughs> Who was mama? Oh, you was the mama. <laughs> Why you was there, you did your part though. <laughs> yeah, I know. And so anyway, uh, I just want to thank the Lord. <laughs> He's a good God. But as a, this is a message that God gave me years ago, and it really has helped me and blessed me, and I hope it bless you. I want you to turn to First Samuel 17. I want you to take heed to this message, and really, because it's going to help us now. You know, it's going to help us now, because uh, whether we see it or not, we're in a battle. Uh, for our country, for our children, for our sanity. It's, it's just, I can't believe, you know. I just can't believe what, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm from the old school and I've been here a long time and I ain't never heard nobody get up and call a woman the wife. I never heard that. Never. You know, that this woman's come back to see his wife. However, get, y'all know what I'm talking about. I just, I just never heard, I never seen two women together as, I never seen, I seen men together now, cause they are, that's always me, you know. I seen funny men and all kind of stuff, but I never seen America stand up and, and admit this, you know, and, and just bring it out. She coming back to her wife. I said, good Lord. So it scares me. I don't know what y'all, y'all just go ahead on, you know. It frightens me to see the place my country has gone to. I'm, I'm frightened and I, I wake up at night. I don't sleep good. I said, Lord, help my country. I said, Lord, touch the senators. Touch, Lord, these people that's in authority and give them some sense. Cause this country is on. I don't care what nobody say. I've been here a long time and seen a lot in my day and our country is going the wrong way. Yes. We're not in the right way that God wants us to be. So when you turn to First Samuel, first, First Samuel, the seventeenth chapter. Hallelujah! This will help you. Helps me. This this message has always helped me. To my, it always have helped me. And then something else God told me uh, that keeps me abreast, keeps me praying, and keep me thankful. He said, "Your latter days shall be how how this, it's a scripture to say that your former days will be better." Yeah, my, that's what he told me. God told, told me that through prophecy to a brother that came here, and I never forgot. I may can't quote it right, but I know what he means. Because I said, Lord, you told me that my, these last days going to be good. <laughs> so so I, I just want to thank him for that. So, Father, I just really want to thank you, and I ask you to touch my heart, touch my mind, and touch me, Lord, that I may minister this message because it's a message that will help us all. 
and help us, oh God, in Jesus' name, to realize the day we are living in. Hallelujah. Let not us make promises anymore that we don't keep. But Lord, help us that what we say, let us be true. I really believe you love true people. They could be weak, but if they true, I believe that that makes a good difference to you. So I'm asking you, Lord, to help us all in Jesus' name. And bless the ears that hear. Let them decide that Jesus is who I want to be with. So I ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. You know, uh, once you learn uh, uh, meet the Lord, I think David, he wasn't, I didn't read it where he was perfect. He's my favorite, one of my favorites in the Bible, but he was not a perfect man. He did some things he should not have done. But he was quick to repent. And I think he was very sorrowful for what he did. Because you remember when the Lord was going to take that boy, he he laid on the floor for seven days without food or water. That he meant business. He just was a man. We got to realize we are just men. And we need God. I say we need God. Don't ever think you get so big that you can do this thing yourself. So cause, Because we need God. So I'm going to go to Sammy. This I love this. Uh, uh, take... Uh, what did I name it, Al? I preached this a long time ago. What? Take your, take your victories to the battle. Take all your victories to the battle. What time you're going to fight the devil? Take the things that you have already been taught of God and take that and use it against that devil. He can't do nothing. And it helps you to remember. Take your victories. Okay, so let's go to the 17th chapter. First Samuel 17. This is when uh, David killed Goliath. Love it. I love this chapter. I read it and read it. <laughs> I just love it. Yeah. Okay. So when they, when, when Elijah came against Israel, uh, guess who was that he came against? It was Israel, but what part of who, what part of Israel? When God, huh, the children of Israel? Sir, sir, what'd you say? Yeah, yeah, he came against one of the, the Israelites. He came against a tribe. You know, and this time Saul was the king. So he was the king of Israel. He was king. And he wasn't, well, we won't talk about Saul. Okay, so when David heard about this, he his father had sent him down to uh to help, you know, give some whatever they did in those days, give some food to the people or get, for, to his brothers, because he had brothers in there. So when he got down and he heard these people talk about what's gonna happen if somebody would kill this big giant. I looked it up and uh, he was about I think about, what did it say, 10 feet? You know, because you get too big, it's bad on your legs and things, you know. But he was about 10 feet tall, and he was all wrapped in mail. And so everything he had was big. And I saw a man uh, when I was a younger on TV. He was the tallest man in the world. I forgot his name, but he could hardly walk. He, was, he must have been about 10 feet tall. He was gangly and tall. His legs was giving out, you know. So when, 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 when the human body gets like that, it don't, it's not healthy. You know, so Goliath was tall and had a lot of love, but he was not healthy. Because when the body gets like that, it throws it off, you know. So anyway, this man they had hired to, to come against Israel. Lord, thank you for that. The body is not healthy when it's like that. But Israel didn't know that. So Israel didn't know nothing about, you know, uh, what's going on, you know, about uh, the, the, the doctor stuff, you know. Because we just learned about it, you know. So even though Goliath was tall, Goliath was not that strong. Because when you're that tall, it does something to your physical body. 
That's what I want to say. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Okay, so this tall man they had hired to to whoop in there, and, and Lord have mercy, they they was they, they was so scared. They had God. You know what? When you get your eyes off God, every little thing scares you. But when you can remember who you are and the things you've been through and what God brought you through, you like a, you just like a jack. You hallelujah. You, I'm telling you, it's going to take you to remember where you came from to go where you want to go. And you're going to have to remember the strength that God gave you. I'm telling you, I know what I'm talking about. You got to remember where you came through and the things that God brought you through. And that's how David killed Goliath. So let's read it. So when he came down to the place, that's the first time you said, help me, Lord. Uh, hallelujah. Help me to preach this, Lord, because you gave it to me and I love it. And David said, uh, what? And the, wait a minute. Let me tell you here's something else. Man. See that 29th verse? Ain't nobody, you know, your people close to you. Gonna be tr- saying something to you, you know. Good, well, you all not to think like that. You not, you know, they are the ones that's gonna have you wondering where what's what. It's people that are close, you know. People that's out there don't buy. It's people that are close to you that are talking to you and say, "Well, I don't think you ought to do. I don't think well, I will." And you tell them something you, about God, and they go, "Well, you know, act like they're not interested." Those are the people that <laughs> bring you down. It's not the people that's out there really. You understand what I'm saying? Okay, so. He went down and David, and David said, what have I not done? Because they say, now here he come down here. He ought to be up there taking care of them sheep. You know, so when David came down to see about this great big man they talking about, and Israel running, Israel who's supposed to be tough, their God is supposed to be the God. They running and hiding. So he got to go down here and see about this. So his father said, well, take some food down there, you know, to get your breath. So when he got down, he heard, yeah, the Lord, the, the king say, whoever killed this giant, he'll give them, a, you know, make their family free in Israel and give them, you know, give him, you know, a daughter, give him one of his daughters. So David said, let me get this right now. I'm going to ask somebody else here. So he's around there asking, and one of his brothers heard him. What you come down here for? You always, I'm telling you now, it's your family that's mostly going to be talking. Come on now. He said, you always thinking you so much. What you, what you down here for? Where, the, where them sheep at? You ought to be out there taking care of them little sheep. Here you is talking about, blah, blah, you know, and you know, they talked about, him. you know what? You can't let pe- what people say about you bring you down in no case. Don't let it, don't let words, words are powerful because with, with words, God created the earth with words. Let there be. Be careful the words that you let your spirit take in. I'm telling you now. I don't care if your sister said, and then the people that's going to hurt you, people that's the closest to you. People that's outside don't really bother you that much. It's people that are close to you. And so they would talk about them. You always, you, and you just think you do this, and blah, blah, blah. And you always, you know, you know, you need to keep them sheep and just shut your mouth up and blah, blah, blah. So when David came down, he heard God say, you know, the king say, whoever killed him, he going to give him, you know, his daughter. And make his family free in Israel. And David said, I got to make sure this is right. He went and asked somebody else. And his brother saw him down there talking, to asking people, you know. And they say, you know, what, what you doing? I mean, come on. You, you ain't going out after him. You little scrawny. The Bible say he was good looking. Did y'all ever read it? David was short and good looking. 
he was fair to look so he's a cute little old thing here and he about 18 maybe doing this time praise the lord see he out asking but you know what he was the kind of person he had been alone so talking with the lord and sitting out with the sheep until i guess the, 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 a lot of the the rambling in people's mouths didn't really he didn't pay too much attention to that and the bible said he said number 29 and david said what have i done now is it a cause for y'all to feel like this? And he turned from him to one another and spake after the same manner. After they was like, what you come down here for? You think that stopped him? The Bible said, he said, now what have I done now? He turned around, he said, now what did the king say? <laughs> what did he, did he say what, what? They said, he said, <laughs> you know, whoever killed this, kill the giant, he gonna give him his daughter and make their family free in Israel. Okay. <laughs> so he went back. I love this. I love, I read it all the time. Okay, so when the words were heard, which David spake, he said, people asked him, listen, they, they, they rehearsed him for Fosal and he sent for him. Now David said, who is this man that think he could come against God? Who, who is this uncircumcised dude here? This think he's strong as the God we serve. You know, he, David started talking, so it got back to him. I love it. <laughs> and Saul said to David, so to get back to Saul, that he said, I'll go and fight this uncircumcised, uh, he didn't say Jack, uncircumcised, whatever he called him. I'll fight him. Now here's a little 18, 19 year old kid now. Cute too, cute, nice looking little guy. He might have had red hair, I don't know. The Bible don't say. But this cute little boy comes up and tells, you say, you go tell the king, I'll fight him. I'll fight this giant. Here are men now, all got on all this stuff, you know. Got on big old what you call armors and got swords. And David ain't got a sword. He ain't got no no nothing on his chest. He ain't got nothing. Ha! But God, you don't need nothing but God. Get you plenty of God, and you don't have to worry about nothing. What the devil say? Praise the Lord. And so they went back and told. So David Saul called him in and said, "Son, say, he said, who's what I don't understand is though." David had came and played the harp for Saul before this. Now, why don't then Saul remember? I always ask about that. I said, now, Lord, do you remember reading it? David had played, you remember when Saul was sick and David came and played the harp? David came and played the harp for Saul. He don't remember him. I couldn't understand. I said, Lord, come here. Don't he don't remember this man. I ain't never, he ain't never answered me that. But, when, but, but here it is. And so, so when the words were heard that David spake, they rehearsed it before Saul, and he sent for him. And David said to Saul, let no man's heart fail because of him. Thy servant go and fight with this Philistine. And Saul said to David, you're just a kid. You're not able to go against this Philistine. For thou, you're just a child, a youth. And it's, he's a man of war from his youth. And David said unto Saul, thy servant, you got to remember, Remember your victories. And David said unto Saul, Thy servant kept his father's sheep. There came a lion and a bear, and took a sheep, uh, took a lamb out of the flock. And I went after him, and I killed him or smote him. I delivered it out of his mouth, and when he, he arose against me, I caught him by his beard, and I smote him or killed him. And I slew him. Thy servant slew both the lion and the bear. And this uncircumcised Philistine, 
he going to be just like one of them. You go through your problems. and God took me through such a, like Gwen, like Gwen. God took me from going over that hill and killing myself over that deck. I can do, I can go through this too. I can handle this too. God, you know, I remember when I, I had, I think everybody drive a car can, can remember what, what a car, you know, you don't almost had an accident. I, I came down off, I'd go to church and by myself, praise the Lord, hallelujah. <laughs> I'd go by myself. And, uh, when I come home, I saw down the thing, coming down Highway 7, that, that dry dock off or wherever I went in, because I, I went way down in the city of the church. And I'd be by myself at night, and, 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 and ice is all down everywhere, down the thing, and I just call on Jesus. I learned him. I learned me some Jesus. And when, and I've been with cars, like Didi, I had a simple accident like you did. I mean, experience like you did. I came down, and the truck came down here, and I said, Jesus! When I looked up, the truck was one place and I was another. Hallelujah. Don't tell me about God. I've had enough of trouble. Hallelujah. I've been with him enough. So, so I'm telling you, he's a miracle working God. I don't care. Me and Didi was coming since we owned the car thing. I was going to Didi. We was coming. Didi had come and got me. We was going home. Going home that night. And we came down what street? Uh, I don't know what street that. Chambers. King Chambers. And he, she comes up. I declare. On the fifth, on the fifth, on the left hand side, this car, it looked like a bomb. It came, zoom, right in front of us. We, we was getting ready to go across and that car came across. We look at each other. We know we was kept by God. We was getting ready to go out and we praise God, me and Didi. Hallelujah. Listen, take your victories. When you think about the stuff you get in, you take, I say, yeah, Lord, I remember when you saved me from the car wreck. I remember when you did this or that. I remember when you did. Don't ever go try to fight a battle and don't take your victories with you. Take all your victories with what God had done for you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I remember when, Lord, you saved my daughter. I remember when you did this. I remember when you reminded me. Hallelujah. Because he's listening for you to say something. Don't go through your trials and tests, hallelujah, and, and, and just let the devil beat on your shoe. You let him know, hallelujah, and then that strengthens you. Say, well, I went through that, I can go through this. Yeah, I remember when I went through this and I'll go through that. Praise the Lord. I named this message, take your victories to your bowels. Hallelujah. Take your victories. I'm, I know what I'm talking about. I'm old enough to know. Hallelujah. So I tell him, I tell him, no, the Lord, you delivered me from so and so and so and so. You're going to take me through this. Hallelujah. I ain't going to lose my mind. I'm going to do what you told me up here when that prophet came and put his hands upon me and told me that my latter days, hallelujah, going to be better than my first. And I'm believing that, hey, I take things that God told me, praise the Lord, and I, I live on them. I don't care what nobody else say. Well, she getting too old. Uh, you, you done waited too late to talk to me. Unless it's something that God done told you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I know me and Al was talking today about, you know, some things that uh, somebody dreamed. And I thought to myself, see now, Lord, that there it is. I'm older, but you don't telling me now I'm getting ready to do some more work. And I'm happy about this. Aren't you? God, listen, God don't look at you like people look at you. Yes, she may be too old. I ain't too old. I'm sorry. No, no, I'm not too old. I, I whooped the devil just, yeah, I'm not too old. Amen. Don't y'all been not messing me? I'm telling you now, devil been not messing me. He gonna get his tail whooped if he do, because I know who I'm serving. I know who's the head. I know who's the strength of my salvation. I know, Hallelujah. He can't bring me down no kind of way. 
Oh, he put out the word, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you. That's what he said. I'm going to kill you. I'm going to bring you down and kill you. He tried. He still tried. But I done whooped his tail. He did nothing. No, I done whooped him. I know, no, I whooped him. I said, you ain't doing nothing. You're not killing me. Uh -uh Uh-uh, I'm going to live to, I'm 92. That's the last word I got. My son told me that, Mama, you're going to live to 92. I said, I'll take that. I said, wait a minute, Lord, let let me put on a tag here. (laughs) If it get too bad now and I get to call him, get me out of this place. I appreciate it if you would answer that. (laughs) Sure. I ain't ain't going nowhere. Praise the Lord, the a prophet stood here and said, Hallelujah, your latter days will be strong. What did he say? Your latter days are going to be, how did the scripture go? That's what he told me. And I took it. Don't, so if anybody that loves God to give me something, I, I, I keep it. I keep it to fight with. Praise the Lord. I keep it. I keep it. So I go to bed at night. I know I'm waking up the next morning. Cause that's what he told me. I believe what he told me. He's always been faithful. So David went out. And he told Saul, he said, look, he said, how are you going to kill this man? This man, been, from his youth, he's, he'd been a, he, you know, he'd been a soldier. So he told him about, he remembered what, what happened back in the, in the, when he was keeping the sheep. Probably many times. He said, came a bear out there, I whooped him. And a lion, I whooped him. Now these are two of the, the fiercest things in the forest. Is a lion, I know. But he whooped both of them. And he remembered that. And they said, well, you know, they may not understood it. They didn't understand it. So they took him inside and understand. Put on, he said, put on. They, he wanted to put on, you know, he ain't got nothing on his chest. He ain't got nothing, no sword. He ain't got nothing. He got nothing to fight with. They think. But we got something, hallelujah, that's better than the sword. We got something that's better than anything man done got. We got Jesus. And hallelujah. And he's going to whoop every battle we begin to fight. Don't tell me about this. I know what I'm talking about. Oh, and I had to make some decisions. Don't do this. I I said, God, what should I do? He said, keep my word. He said, do what what did the word say? I said, well, the word said thus and thus. He said, well, keep it. And I'll keep you. And he did. And he is. Ain't nobody like him. He keep his word. He does. Ain't nobody. Don't you standing on the word of God. The devil ain't got a chance with you. He can't put nothing in your... Woo, men to one of them, we done prayed so many things when he was read at the tip end of something. The devil doing something. Oh, no, you ain't going. No, no. No, you know, you, you, no. you can't do that. Well, I, I don't care what it said. I don't care what the law said. You know what I'm saying? No, you can't do this. Because, and then we give them... We've been through some battles. And I know God is able. Listen, take everything you done and God done for you. Remember it. Everything you come through, every victory, those victories will help you fight the next thing. Am I making sense? Praise the Lord. Take. So David remembered. He said, you know, he told Saul about it. And he's just, what, 18 or 19 doing this thing. Hallelujah. And then he know he ain't got to go out, you know, loaded down with stuff he can't carry. He said, I got to go. I got to be me. I got me to put my staff. I got, I've always had my staff that helped me. Praise the Lord. And I've killed the many things with this, with these rocks. Stones. When he had a stone. So he put five stones in his bag to go fight a nine foot, ten foot man who's roaring like a lion, who's making men 
old enough to be your, your uncles and you're running behind rocks and hiding. Grown men. Yeah. Because when you got God, it lowers everything. He's the tall one then. He's the giant in your life then. When you, when you do what he tell you to do, hallelujah. And I'm not saying, you know, like people, you know, the, the message was good, the, the teaching today. Because we're still in the flesh. And as long as we're in the flesh, you know, we study praying. But when I saw a scripture say that he was just body, soul, and spirit, I said, uh-oh. Body, soul, and spirit? I said, Lord, I got to take care of my body then because if I'm going to be judged for it, I sure don't want to be, you know. I sure find that scripture says it's about the body, soul, and spirit. He forgot her, but I looked and said, oh, my God. <laughs> so I said, oh, Lord, I got to take care of my body then. I'm going to be, be hell for that too. Oopie. Yeah. I find in the church, I've been in the church a long time since I was 14. And I find in the church, most people's sicknesses is from them not taking care of themselves. Honestly, they do this and do it because they think they, oh, this brother's name, the brother that was so heavy, he couldn't tie his shoes. It was a great evangelist. You remember Al? He was so heavy, he could not tie his shoes. I think it was D.L. Moody. But he, listen, don't let the devil take you out of here. He, He was so heavy, he could not tie his shoes. So he worked for God, but when he was young, he died. It ain't because God wanted him to die. God promised you 70 years. And that's what I was telling my daughter. I said, I believe what God said. He said, man's would be 70 years, three score and ten. That's what he said. And so I said, well, you know, the Lord didn't let me go down to pray for Ronnie because I would be praying that. I said, Lord, you promised. I'll be saying, Lord, you promised us 70 years. You know, and it was a reasonable portion of health we could live longer. And that's what I would have did unless God, so he, he made it. He, he know what he do. What did he say? Oh, it's Your whole spirit and soul and body be, yes. You see that up there? Your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved, blameless. When I read that, I said, oh, Lord. <laughs> Uh-oh. So that means something natural and spiritual. Is that what they're saying? Now, we just got through saying this morning, and I really truly believe and I do. You got to believe what the words say and keep the word. He said, your whole body, soul, and spirit, when I read that, I said, oh, Lord, help me. Help me. Help me. He does. He does. I like, if anybody in here loves sweets, it's me. I love sugar. Let me see the people that love sugar in here. Yeah, I love sugar. No, I love sugar. Give me some sweet. I ain't going to tell nothing. I love sugar. <laughs> I love sugar. <laughs> so, you know, uh, the kids, they, they, they don't bring me sugar. They bring me things that's not with no sugar. You know, like sugarless drinks and sugarless. I love them. They'll buy me a case of sugarless this and sugarless that. And that's the way I want to live, sister. I want to live like this because I feel better in my body. You know what I mean? I, you know, you know, I don't want to be living when I take my, you know, I do, I, I do this thing, you know, take my test to see what my sugar is. I don't want to get up my sugar 300. I, I, I'd probably faint. If my sugar be over 100 or something, I'm, 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 
No. So since I know I got to do this, brother, I do it. I like sugar as well as you do. I like cake. If somebody brought a lemon cake, it was outstanding. Because dad said he want another piece, y'all. Girls, y'all hear that? He said, oh, that's a, that's a lemon cake. He said, that's good. That's okay. You know, but when I make him a cake, what do you call it? What do you call the stuff, Gwen? No, the stuff you put in, you know, the sugar I use. He called it something. Steeple. <laughs> Y'all got in that steeple in there? <laughs> he don't know the difference making pies and steeple going in pie. <laughs> and his sweet potato pie, he don't know steeple or nothing else is in there. It took me some time because he'd be, oh, this is good, honey. I said, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> I don't tell him what's it. <laughs> he be think I got, so I got some white sugar up there for him. In my steeple over here. Uh-huh. <laughs> he called it. He tickles me. Praise and I thought, I thought, I said, oh, poor man, you know. Honey, it's not sweet. I said, yes, honey. No, it ain't. You got an aftertaste. I said, Dad, it don't have an aftertaste. Stevia don't have an aftertaste. Yeah. Well, you can. But if you couldn't, now watch what you say now. Because you might have to do that. <laughs> and the way humans love sugar, I don't know if it's some bears in us or what's wrong. <laughs> oh, I don't, I don't drink diet sodas most. The kids, the, the ones that know me, they get, it gets me this sugarless, sugarless sodas. Not, they don't get me no diet sodas. That's different than, you know, that, uh huh. So the Lord told me, here, he's so sweet. So I started gaining weight. I said, God, I've been doing, he said, you're not eating sugar, but the stuff got fat in it. I said, oh. <laughs> so I had to look up there so, so fast. I got to watch fat now, too. Oh, Lord. I ain't going to eat nothing then. to watch how much fat it's got in it. Good Lord. So now I had to watch fat and sugar because, you know, sugar keep, me, keep diabetes away, but then the other stuff, you know what I'm saying? So I said, okay, all right. But listen, all we go through now, David did it, and we should do it. The battles we go through, remember them, where God brought you from, how you came through. And when the battles come from similar, you say, well, you brought me through that. I'm coming through this. Amen. Yes, if he brought me through that, something similar, I'm coming through. It ain't nothing similar, just the victories that you win. God taught me that. The victories that you win, keep them. Keep them. Remember God. He'll take you through. I'm telling you. He'll take you through. So where you stand? I've delivered my soul. <laughs> Hell, I've delivered my soul. <laughs> Ooh, hallelujah. Take your victories to the battle. You can read that over again. It's a wonderful chapter. God, yes. Okay. Thank you. Yes. This brother told you don't get out at four pit. Yes, sir. Folks got to pull you out at four pit. Keep doing because my soul is getting paid. Thank you. You know, I, a lot of people, the word that you preached over and over and over again, keep preaching for my soul. Yes. <laughs> you something else. You know, I love it. Yes. I love it. it Thank you. Yes. And it helps my life. Yes, Lord. And it helps me through life. 
Thank you, Jesus. Yes. And I believe what you say. Yes, Lord. And I believe what you say because you believe what you read. Yes, I do. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I believe it, yes. Yeah. We would we would shopping yesterday. My daughter Bridget takes me out on Fridays to do my shopping and stuff. And uh we got mixed up. Lord have mercy. She parked when she didn't know and then you know my phone I can't call on my phone. I can't call on my phone. It's locked. So I can't call anybody. <laughs> I'm around the store and she done parked in the fourth thing. She can't call and say, Mama, I'm in the you know, or something. And so <laughs> I'm walking around the store. I met a lot of people, good folk girl, good people, good people. And so the girl was open. Are you okay, ma'am? I said, well, my daughter is somewhere. I don't know where she is. I'm trying to get in touch with her. But she's around. She's either in the parking lot or somewhere. But she, but I can't get in touch with her, and my phone ain't doing something. So they said, well, what's on the Everybody called her. I, had, I almost stopped the store. They was, they was all around <laughs> Oh, all the people, I don't know if I, because I'm old or what. They, there's about three or four of them. Now, what do you need? Honey, what is it? What, what, what is this? And they will dial and stuff. I said, Lord, thank you. You did so good. So we finally got in touch with Bridget. Finally. She said, Mom, I'm in the fourth, uh, the fourth row, you know. So I'm sitting out and talking to this, uh, what did people ring the door, the bell? Huh? Salvation Army. Oh, we had a good talk. Yeah. So, so Salvation Army. And so we got through. He, <laughs> I don't know what he thought when he got through, but we had a good talk, believe me. Praise the Lord. So he said, well, uh, she coming. I said, yeah, she'll come. And we was talking and, you know, talk about the Lord and different things. And he said, ma'am, I'm glad to meet you. I said, I'm glad to meet you too. I'm very glad to meet you. You know, so I have a good time out there. I do. <laughs> I have a ball. And I think this hair gets me you know, a little respect too, you know. Go ahead and thank you old and crepit, you know. But I just really want to thank the Lord. If anybody need prayer today, because I'm just about to live it, what I want to say. Keep your, what, what, what is this going to be? Take your victories to your battles. Always remember what God has done for you. That's you know, so if any, so he can do anything because your battles have shown you he can do anything. Amen. 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 Anybody now need help, need prayer? We uh, Derek, we did pray for the baby. That's good. That that's good. Yeah, that's good. Uh huh. That's good. I'm glad. Yeah. Okay. Now tell tell her we but she know we praying. She know that. Yeah. Yeah. So hallelujah. You know, I'd like to help those that are watching or uh, listening uh, to, because you stream out, or you would stream, and if anybody need anything, call us or or just how you do it to get in touch with our church. Yeah, send them a message. We'll pray for you. God will move for you. We have uh, testimonies of what God has done through this work, and God has not changed. He's a wonderful God. You don't know him. You need to. You need to try. You you know. You need to get out of the valley of decision. Come on now, and come on and, and serve the Lord. It's no. It's no time to sit up there. What? I, what? Who said? It's time for you to think about your soul. Where am I going to spend eternity? And eternity is a long time. 
forever. It ain't worth listening to people. It ain't worth keep on saying I will, I will win. I heard I was talking to one boy. He's well. When I clean up, I said, "Clean up. You gonna clean up before you start?" I said, "Honey, you will never start then." I was you. I let him help me clean up because you can't do it. Amen. You know, whew, I've read so many different kind of people, but God is so good. So let us raise your hands and just thank the Lord. Just let him t- t- let let our whole soul tell you. I say, "Hey, don't be upset." And just go ahead and thank him for being so good. Thank him for being so good. He's really been good. Come on now. Let's just, he's a good God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your mercy, Lord. Thank you for your mercy, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I don't know when is Christmas. Next what? Next Sunday. Christmas. It's on the Sunday. It's on the Sunday this year. Yeah, yeah. Be next Sunday, right? Yeah. Next. I love Christmas. My daughter back there, like you, she loves Christmas. Bridget does. Yeah. So, I just want to thank the Lord for all of you. Thank you especially for your prayers. They're working. God is working by his spirit. Glad to see my grandson. Yeah, yeah. Because he know every time I see him, he got, I'm asking him to draw me a picture. <laughs> He's an artist, and every time I say, Tony, draw me something. <laughs> Amen. I just love you guys. I want to thank the Lord for you. God, we just appreciate you. Now, anything else? Anything, anything? So, Father, you can't thank him. Father, first of all, I want to really appreciate the people you put among us, the brethren that came to help us. I thank you for Vicki and Joe. I thank you for those that come out every Sunday, praise the Lord, every Sunday, to hear the word of God. For the people that are coming, I thank you. Hallelujah. So as we're calling by the Spirit those that feel that they need help. Come on, come on, come on. You'll be welcome here. You'll be here welcome. And I just want to thank you for you being taking such good care of us, God. You're just a good God. I just really appreciate you. You're just good. Hallelujah. So help us, O oh Lord, to live what we know in our hearts. And things we have promised you, Lord, help us to know that promises are not good, vows that we don't keep. That's not good. It doesn't make you feel good about it, what we do. So, Lord, I'm asking you to help us, God, the vows that we made, the promises we made to you to try to keep them. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. The Lord bless and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you. The Lord give you his peace. In Jesus' name, amen.